Welcome to the Process Podcast. From new agent to broker owner. My name is Travis Lenore. This is my co-host, Preston Guyton. Welcome to the Process Podcast. This is Travis McClure and my co-host, Preston Guyton. What's up, buddy? How are you? Preston, we haven't recorded a podcast. I think I was thinking on a drive here in probably about six weeks, something like that, six or seven weeks. Uh, I think it's, yeah, about six weeks. I am uh, borderline nervous to record a podcast. That's how long we haven't done it. Like I'm on th- I'm now like uncomfortable with this yeah. again. And we uh, were in a different location. As you could tell, it's not decorated. We're between two ferns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally uh, recording a podcast between two ferns. Um, so talk, we'll, we'll start there. Talk about the new location. We're in the new easy home search. I like to call it HQ. Um, so you've kind of branched off from a space standpoint. Talk about that. Like why, why'd you make that move? Yeah. I mean, it was the big reason was we needed the space for palms. I mean, we, uh, you know, the, the space we needed for the agent excellence class, uh, with palms has grown. I think we're at 108 agents now, um, from zero in September, 2021. Yeah. So we really needed the space and I, I, um, you know, I needed uh, my own space as well. So I could focus on the things I got to do without interruption. And so that's why I moved over here. Yeah. So we'll, we'll dig into uh, what's going on lately, but let's, let's catch up a little bit. Um, So last six weeks, uh, I guess kind of let's talk about like what caused our hiatus to start with. Yeah. You were, you left us. (laughs) I did. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I was, uh, I've talked about it on the show before. I'm an, I'm an army reservist. I serve in the South Carolina army national guard. Um, and about, I guess about three, four months ago, I decided I wanted to change MOS. Now MOS in the army is basically the job that you do. Um, you know, me Preston, I always like to challenge myself and do hard things. I was in a, uh, human resources role when I initially reenlisted and it just wasn't enough for me. And a unit I'm in had a need for mortar infantry, mortarmen. And uh, so I I told them I would do that. I'd apply my skill set for the Army there. And uh, they said, well, congratulations. We're going to send you to a three-week school to get trained up on that. So I was up at uh, Fort Pickett, Virginia for three weeks. Did you blow anything up? Oh, my God. We blew up all sorts (laughs) of stuff. Uh, It was very cool. Uh, Fort Pickett actually changed names while I was there. It's one of the nine army installations that's going to change names this year i think it's the first of the nine it's now fort barfoot um he's a virginia national guard soldier who won the uh the medal of honor so they renamed the post uh for him it's kind of it was kind of interesting so that happened on a friday uh so thursday there's fort picket signs everywhere basically friday they had this big ceremony when you woke up like friday morning all the fort picket signs were gone everything was fort barfoot so how how they did that that quickly uh, is pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, very cool school. Um, the school it's a, it was called an MOST school. So MOS transition, all the, uh, 10 guys that initially entered that class with me, it was all male. Um, it is open to females, but that class just happened to be all male. It's, it's an infantry class, um, were either prior service or, or had to serve before. So they were there like me just transitioning to a new MOS. So we started with 10, we graduated eight. Good class. Cool. Yeah, it sounds a lot more fun than HR. It's, it is. Um, I just it's, it's just more my skill. You know, you go nothing against HR anywhere in the military. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, and uh, this is more physical. We're out in the field some months. Um, when I go to drill, we're 
Um, it's just challenging. And it, to me, it's something new, something I've never done in the military or civilian life before. So a lot of it is new and challenging for me. Yeah, definitely more exciting. Yeah, it is until, until you get shipped to the Ukraine or, or yeah. wherever else, but you know, that's uh part of service, right? Yeah. So let's talk about you, man. What, what have you been up to in the last six weeks? So I felt like I didn't literally didn't see you for like a month. And then of course now we're in different offices. So I don't talk yeah. to you a whole lot anymore. Um, yeah, we, it's so part of it's, I was moving, you know, I was moving into this office for about, I think two weeks I had to be painted, had to be cleaned up and moving, you know, furniture setting up and all that. So I probably worked on that for about two weeks, still worked and, but also had to, so I was working from home a lot. Um, you know, just got back from Vegas, went out there with, uh, for an event John Cheplak had at his house, a mastermind of about 40 people there, um, you know, just been working on easy home search and, you know, working on Palms Realty stuff and, uh, you know, just continuing on. I was, and, oh, go ahead. And easy home search. We are launching beta this Friday. Talk about that. So there's a, a new version of your website rolling out of the easy home search website rolling out. So talk to that. Like first, first of all, why, why is yeah. there a new version of it? Um, you know, it's on Sierra. It was built on Sierra Interactive uh, platform, which is a real estate website platform for brokerages and agents and team members and everything else across the country. And the amount of traffic we generate, you know, one, I wanted to, um, without getting too technical, the, you can't commingle the MLSs within Sierra Interactive. So you can't get a one search bar and say search for homes in Florida and also search for homes in South Carolina. So with the new site, you'll be able to get a one search bar. You could search for homes in Florence. You could search for homes in Myrtle Beach. You could search for homes in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, so that's a big reason. Also, with the amount of traffic we uh, generate and the amount of, uh, it just made sense to build something I own. Like I own the website, you know, with Sierra, the domain name, but I don't actually own the software. Gotcha. So with the new site rolling out, I actually own the software, I own the platform, it's built totally custom. Um, when we roll out MLSs, it'll happen a lot faster. So like right now, this week, I submitted for 10 different MLSs. So we're getting 10 different MLSs approved in Florida, uh, Georgia, and Virginia. So owning the software, and that's a, that's, that's a big deal. Does that make the, the website, and we're talking website, we're talking the consumer facing side of it. Does that make it more customizable for you if you want to add features and things like that? Oh yeah, you're only so Sierra Interactive are, are built on templates, right? Um, you know, there's there's you could say semi-custom, but there's some pages you can't do. Like if I wanted to, you know, do something on a property details page, you can't do that. Um, so it's totally full custom, and we've spent I don't know how many hours. Um, so a lot of the things we're doing and we're we're implementing with AI, we're implementing a lot of cool things that have actually changed in the last three months. So you know, we're launching it, but it's always going to change, like. We're already in, we're already talking about phase two and phase three, and we haven't even launched phase one yet. Um, so once it does launch, it's not, I mean, it's like tech. I mean, you never really stop updating. If you stop updating, you're way behind. So, um, you know, we'll roll out some other features in June, July, and August as well. Is this, it sounds like it also increases your ability to, I use the word tinker, like kind of tinker with it and add and experiment and things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, with SEO too, there's a lot of things we could do that will help, help it show up and in, in more search um, and, 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 you know, just with a bunch of different things, like, you know, the, this podcast is a big part of it now. Like we just could kind of just build it on one page, but 
now we're going to be able to pull through feed, have like videos of the podcast on different pages. You know, if we're talking about one market or say we have people in a different market we interview, we could actually have that podcast pull for that city or that area that they're in. So it shows up, um, you know, it shows up where they can go listen to it or read the blog that's associated with it as well. Let me ask you this. A lot of uh, agents listen to this and a lot of our agents listen to this. How does it affect the, so we talk, we're talking a lot about the consumer facing side of the website. What about the agent facing side, that whole piece of it? How is that going to change once that rolls out? Yeah. So right now agents log in, um, you know, palms agents log in, uh, but there's actually not going to be a login anymore. So it's what's the big thing that's different. This is one of the big reasons that I totally didn't talk about. Um, we're going to be able, so if you're a partner agent with easy home search, mm -hmm. say you're in Florence or, or Charleston or Columbia, wherever, whenever a lead comes in and they're in the County that you want to receive leads from, instead of them coming in to easy home search, you have to go in there and get the information. They're actually going to be delivered directly to your CRM. So whether you're using follow up boss or, you know, CRM interactive is a CRM or all the other ones out there, we'll be delivering them directly to um, the CRM you're using. And the good part about that is an agent, say you receive a lead and you're still getting leads from easy home search, say eight months from now. Mm -hmm. If that inquiry comes back in and inquires on another property and what we're going to do is the system is actually going to look for that, that customer ID and they're going to look and make sure that that customer ID is not tagged to an agent. If it is, then that inquiry is going to go to the agent that received the lead. Um, so there's no duplication or reselling of leads or, you know, of, of all that. So they're going to get a one person. As long as that agent's still in the system, they're going to get that inquiry as well. What if they look, just random sidebar question, like what if they look in another MLS? Like I know a lot of times here, people are looking in North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida. What if they then decide, hey, we're going to go look down in Florida and someone in Florida is getting easy home search leads? Yeah, I mean they would they would be assigned to whatever county that is. So gotcha. if if there's a you know if there's an agent that's in Florida in that county, they'd be associated with that person. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I feel like we wouldn't have a podcast episode. I'm gonna jump around a little bit if we didn't talk about running. How's your how's your uh oh run man. life been going? Dude? Yeah, my uh, April run life. I probably only ran about thirty miles. Um, it's and the reason the big reason because of that is actually um the end of march like march 30th i've tried to run too fast and i pulled my groin again you were doing a lot of miles too weren't you doing like a 5k a day to yeah i was a lot of volume. so when i the 20 28th 29th when i did it i was up to like 85 miles for the month yeah um 90 miles something somewhere right around there and uh, just, you know, it was one of those cold mornings and I took off too fast and I was, you know, my first mile, like a, I was running like an eight minute pace and um, yeah, it just popped, yeah. you know, and when it happens, it's, <clears throat> it, it wasn't really bad where it bruised, but it was bad enough to where like I had to start walking and then, you know, I was like, okay, it's kind of went away and then I started jogging. I'm like, nope. <laughs> so that laid me up for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um so in May, I'm, you know, and I'm starting, I feel good now. Yeah. So I feel good running now, but it was, uh, it wasn't a good month for sure. All right. A little bounce back month. You, you're going to run any, any of the, uh, fall half marathons or marathons this year? Yeah. I'm going to do the half we did last year. Yep. The Myrtle beach mini. 
Yeah. Call yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's good. You know, and, and two, like, I don't know. My body just doesn't like running in the summer. <laughs> it is hard. Like this time of year to me is, is perfect. Cause the summer, gets, oh, yeah. I, I don't like the heat. I actually take the cold over like, you know, I'm doing a long run uh, to me. It's like, it's a pain. I like, try and figure out how I'm going to stay hydrated and stuff like that. Like right now, the 55 to 65, that's like the perfect window yeah. to get a bunch of miles in. But, yeah. I like, uh, I'm the, I mean, I'd rather run in the summer. Yeah. You know, I'll take off at five 30 in the morning. And, mm -hmm. Um, it's just it's you got to once that sun comes up here yeah it, it's like your toast yeah but it's uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it i i've you know i've been listening to audiobooks but that's Good. you know that's the time when i listen to a lot of them was when i run what are you listening to right now that's actually one of my questions i have for you um i just had a brain I just started a new one. Which one? I just finished Cameron Haynes again. Yeah, I actually I, listened to that one a second time. Too. Yeah, what Great. was the one I Keep just, hammering. Which that one, one I just started? I've been jumping around. That's what I'm saying. I haven't been listening to as much, but the one I just started was uh, it's Writer of Relentless. Uh, what is this new book called? Um, I'll, I'll think about it. Relentless, that's the guy who is the trainer to Kobe Bryant that who wrote Relentless? Yeah. Okay, uh, something's Scott, I can't think of his name either. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm listening to a pretty, it's like very deep book. I'd recommend it, but it definitely, um, it's a it's a long book and it's one of those ones that challenges the way you think about your life. It's deep. Like if you're not in the mood to get like emotionally deep, I wouldn't listen to it. Um, it's called Life is in the Transitions. Um, and I don't know the author of something. It's an audio book I've been listening to a while, mm -hmm. Ron, but um it's all about like, essentially it's like things we talk about, like life is never linear. Like it's never like, Hey, I plan to do this. And then this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. Like life happens around, like things happen, right. To yeah. disrupt that pattern. And it talks about that's when you actually like grow as a human being. It's like when those things happen, yeah. that's where life, that's where you actually live life. And it's and essentially premise of the book is just accepting that like life is not linear. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's a definitely a deep listen. I would, I would recommend it. You listen to that when you're running in the car and running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm funny. Like I like to listen to audio when I run, I do like what I call long, easy run where I'm just running at one pace. If I'm doing speed work or track work. I like to have music on. Yeah. 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 I, um, the one I did listen to is building a brand story. I just finished that one as well. I listened to half of that and I hopped onto something else and I just actually finished that one before I jumped on this one. So that's, that was a good one. Yeah. I'm at the end of a book. So I'm, uh, and I have like credits built up because this book has been so long. So yeah. it takes me like over a month to get through this book. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting something else. Um, uh, running for me, I'm running a marathon in like a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Where's that at? Lincoln, Nebraska. That's right. Um, it's actually a, a, a pretty popular marathon out that way. Uh, something I'm running for and with the Army. The Army sponsors the marathon so it's like a recruiting event for them so they send runners from every state so you go out there and like represent your state uh, states and so all 54 states and territories how many runners from south carolina four they okay. sent four from from each area and you're so, the youngest uh i'm actually not the oldest oh really yeah no there is a, a colonel on our team uh who's uh matter of fact he retires i was talking to uh colonel marlowe i doubt he listens to this he may but uh, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, he retires, I think, in the next year or so. But um, yeah, he's he's one of our older runners. So I'm the second oldest, I believe, on the team. 
Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It should be a really good experience. I joke with, uh, my kids and say, I'm now a, a paid a professional athlete because I'm getting paid to go run a marathon. So, uh, but there's cash. You were saying too, the, uh, it's getting easier for you to run the longer days. Yeah. You, you're like anything else, anything you challenge yourself to do, your body starts to adapt. Right. And, um, you know, think about yourself and your run journey or anything else you do, but like 10 miles used to seem like so hard after a while running 10 miles doesn't hurt right and 20 miles i'll say like the first few times you hit like a 20 mile run like you're super dehydrated after you have like this brain fog Uh, i used to get really nauseous afterwards like you're it it just messes with your body to 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 be engaged in an activity for three hours right and uh like the last few long runs i did i kind of finished up rehydrated and i was like i actually don't actually i feel normal i'm actually able to like function (laughs) you know what i mean where i remember the first time i ran like a 20 mile training run i was like oh god like i'm useless the rest of the day yeah sure and that's gone away which makes me feel good going into this marathon so uh what's the weather there so the uh the the race forecast we're about nine or ten days out right so it's a little far uh at race time it's supposed to be 55 and then get up into the mid sixties. So it'll be in my opinion, perfect yeah. weather. Sounds really good. Yep. So, um, how about the Chet Black mastermind? You just came home from that this past weekend. Um, that was out in Las Vegas at John Chet Black's house. Yes. It's pretty cool that he hosts it there. Um, looks like a, you know, just from looking at it on social media, it looks like a great room of, uh, leaders, thinkers, people doing a lot of stuff, in the real estate industry, what were some of your takeaways there? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy in that room there was, and it's been shared on social media. There was over 25,000 transactions over the last year. Yeah. What did John? 40 people in that room. Did at least 500. Is that what it is? So yeah, there was, he asked the question of this 40 people in the room, how many, um, how many of them, you know, have a team or a company have, have done over 500 transactions over the last 12 months and 28 hands went up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the total transactions was right over 25,000. Wow. That's he, a, there was, a, there was a couple, you know, Sammy Knight was in there. I think he did, uh, his companies did 2,500, 3,000 transactions like the last 12 months. Um, so there was, you know, there was that. And then there was some smaller teams that are three, four, 500 transactions, you know, and, and they're running say, a 10 person team or whatever it is. Um, so there was, it was it was a good room to be in and what's great about that room it gives you you know what's going on across the country because everybody in there was in different areas from different places all over north america so it wasn't just the united states and it was interesting hearing um you know the challenges the things going on and the different it shows you like the total differences in markets across the country yeah like how severely i mean you know, one could be doing really good and, and other ones are struggling. So it's, it's definitely not, you know, a level playing field. Yeah. As far as the, as far as real estate goes anyway. Yeah. Our market, I think we're a little bit fortunate. We've been, a. I know there's business has gone down a little bit for a lot of Asians, but we've been a little cushioned in this market, I think, because we're a market where people sell their house for, uh, a lot good amount in the Northeast and they move here and they're able to buy cash. So they're not as impacted by interest rates, which I think protects us. It's definitely, there's a lot of lenders in town 
that their business have gone down. But I think as Asians, sometimes we don't feel that, that yeah. uh, what mean, the rest of the country's feeling. Well, and also too, the big thing uh, that stood out to me is so many of these markets have inventory issues. And for us in Myrtle Beach, which is crazy to think about, we're the number one home building destination in the country, right? When you now. say inventory issues, like they still don't have enough inventory? No. Oh, wow. No. And, and if you look, if you pull it away, like if you peel it back and pull away the new construction homes in our area, we'd have inventory challenges as well. I guess you're right. Could people are hesitant to sell because, hey, I don't know what my next move is. Well, the be. interest rates, one, you know, the price of homes being more. So not only you're going to sell your house or you might be at a 3% rate. And now you're going to pay more money yeah. and then you're going to be at a six or 7% rate, whatever right. the rate is. Um, you know, if you get it, you could potentially get a better rate than that, but you know, that's it. And, and you look at like our market, we look at the numbers and the number one, like if you look at the MLS, the number one um, real estate company in our market as far as sales is DR Horton. And it's not even close. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're probably 30% ahead of any other company. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, and I'm looking at single offices, right? If you take one brand and add, you know, some of the companies that have multiple offices, yeah, there's together. Yeah, they're ahead, but not by much. I mean, just for the year alone, uh, DR Horton is over 225 million in sales. Yeah. And, and they keep building. average sales price of 400,000. Well, they had a lot of inventory saved mm -hmm. up going into the year. So they're releasing like, you know, so many homes a week, right? you know, to not flood the market at one time. Oh, what would you say was, other than hearing some of those challenges, what, what would you say was a good takeaway for, for you to come home and like work on? I mean, really just continue to do what we're doing. You know, that's the biggest um, thing that stood out to me that the teams that struggled are struggling the most. And there's not many in that room that are struggling. Yeah. Um, if any, but the teams that aren't doing as good as they were, were the ones that have not been recurring and haven't been growing. Um, that's really the common denominator when you look at the teams that are doing well and the ones that aren't doing well, uh, there was a significant amount of agent growth in the ones that are doing well. So, yeah. And that's the one thing that, one of the things that stood out to me the most um, was, was that. And then also the amount of teams that still have not started recruiting and doing those things so, or prioritizing it. Yeah. 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 Well, like actually having a position for it, you know, and having somebody that's responsible for it and that's all they're responsible for. Um, so, but yeah, that was, that was really it. I mean, there's, there wasn't any like, uh, you know, anything that like stood out and I was like, Oh, you know, I have to do that. I mean, it's more just reinforcing what we're already doing. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was always taught like the point of, a, of attending a mastermind is not to learn new information, it's to reinforce, oh, yeah. am I working on the right things or am I not? And it sounds like you literally said that, like, hey, reinforced, we're pointed, the, the ship is pointed in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Good. Let's talk about uh, what's up next and moving forward because we haven't had that dialogue in a while. Obviously, new new office for easy home search. Um what else you guys have going on, like Chep Like Digital wise, and just some of the other stuff you're you got your hands in? Yeah, I mean Chep Like Digital, we're um, you know we're still staying busy with that. We actually just pulled the numbers. We've uh, since we started, so eight months ago, we managed over a million dollars in AdWords spend. Um, have generated ninety seven thousand opportunities for teams across the country, and uh, we've signed up three people yesterday, and and we're still bringing on new people as well. So it's um, 
everything's going good there. I mean, it's it's exciting to see all the people that are are now have more you know control over their legion and and have less. They're not you know as like the national lead sources. They're not as dependent on on you know what's what they're sending them and everything else. So, um, but yeah, it's going really good. We you know we rolled out the um, ISA kind of coaching piece of that about two months ago. Um, and, and really just focused on trying to figure out different ways and different campaigns to run and, you know, help these teams grow. And that's, uh, you're running that with, uh, Travis Haverson, who's actually ironically in our market as well. Yeah. Called yeah. young Travis. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing some coaching, um, group coaching as well. Um, but you know, right now 99% of, of what we're doing is more so on the, um, Legion side. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's really where the people need the most help is, is, you know, with things like that. Sure. And you guys do with Travis, you guys do, is, is it a Wednesday afternoon call, like zoom call that people can join? Yeah. So uh, not only Travis, but, uh, Travis, you as well. And then, uh, Michael, uh, who actually builds out the AdWords account. So it's, it's, you know, to go in there and we talk about different things, you know, ISA, um, AdWords campaigns, things we're doing with newsletters, just anything we're doing to, you know, to convert more leads and, and answer a lot of questions. It just gives everybody that's in that group an opportunity. If they do have anything they want to go over, you know, on a Zoom call, then then we do it there. Um, you know, we have different people in there that are part of the group too that kind of come in and speak on what they're doing, what's working, that's mm-hmm. what's not working. Um, you know, gives gives different people ideas and everything. Good deal. That's uh is that Wednesdays at 3 30? You guys do that? Yep, Wednesday at 3 30. What do you call it? Hump day huddle. Hump day huddle. Okay. So Wednesdays at 3 30. That's a Zoom call you can jump on. Hump um day huddle. Yep. Yeah, it was Cheplike Digital. So it's it's only people that are a part of that group. Part of the Cheplike Digital group. Gotcha. And then um you gonna do some travel and do some speaking this summer? Yeah, I'm going to be traveling a lot. I was looking at it. Um so I'm going to Calgary uh the first week in June. Um to actually we're going to Lake Louise, which I'm super excited about that. And then we're going back. So we're flying in to Calgary, driving to Lake Louise, which is about two hours. And then coming back um, for the weekend for a mastermind. So that's in June and July. I'm going to uh, Baton Rouge to John's going to have another quarterly event there at his house in Baton Rouge. Um, In September, Lake Tahoe, PubCon, and I think there's something else in there. So I think August is the only month right now I'm not traveling. 